15 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead. Washington outside left, Roethlisberger has time, throws to the back of the end zone and it is caught for a touchdown by Holmes. A minute remaining and they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on Irving. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, -on -one. Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome, that's for damn sure. Yes, 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 what is up? Welcome to Taproom Sports Podcast, I'm your host Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's join with my man, Swerving, Irving, Washington, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Nice, getting over that cold? Yeah, hopefully my Dodgers can pull this one out. <clears throat> oh my god, dude! What's their record when they wear these ugly ass fucking blueberry uniforms? I think I at best is five hundred because either with these uniforms we either do it all bad or all good. I was gonna say I swear I feel like every time they wear these joints they fucking lose. <laughs> I mean these are these are some of the ugliest uniforms in fucking baseball, dude. Like they they, well, they... I like it. It's just all Dodger blue. Dude, they look like the fucking homegirl from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when she blows up like a blueberry and she's nah, all blue. Dude, get off my Dodgers. And then she turned purple. She didn't turn blue. Well, dude, these are ugly joints, dog. Nah. Most of, honestly, most of the City Connect uniforms I don't find, like, aesthetically pleasing. I like the, uh, I like the, uh, the Padres ones. Dude, they look like fucking... Flamingos at a fair, or uh, uh, what's that rainbow ice cream? But they, I like yeah, them. rainbow shirt. <laughs> that is what they look like. <laughs> pretty good. That's some pretty good ice cream, bro. Those those joints are. Ugly. I think the only good ones are the white socks with the black pinstripes. I think those are clean. And then um, the Kansas City Royals. Oh, and the Astros. The Astros got those dope ones too. Oh yeah, those are but. They 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 fuck the Astros. They cheaters. <laughs> I'm interested to see because they're gonna do uh, the rest of the league next year. So I'm interested the, to see the entire league. Yeah, because they're doing like a handful of teams a year. Oh, okay. So next year is gonna be all 29 teams. Yeah, because I think they're like halfway through the year, and then next year they're gonna doing a group of teams. I'm okay. interested to see what the A's ones are gonna be like because you know the city of Oakland and the East Bay, a lot of culture there. So there's they gotta have some sick sick uniforms. Seattle's might be nice. Um the Braves. The Braves will be cool. I would like to see theirs do like a tribute to uh civil rights, something like that. That'll be nice. They'll probably do like Peach, dude. Yeah. Uh who else? Um what do the Yankees got some? Not yet. Uh, what They're going to get them. Same with the Mets. It's going to probably be the Empire State Building on their shit. Uh, Something. Uh, let's see. Seattle. Uh, the Cardinals ones, did they do one yet? Nope. Bears might be interested. They could put the arch on the uniforms. That would be sweet. They incorporate that. Somehow. that That's like the only thing that St. Louis is known for. Yeah. Gate or Budweiser. Nah, well, Budweiser might have to uh, pay up some major coin to be on on that uniform. Yeah, 
But I mean, like those are the that's what St. Louis is known for: barbecue, Budweiser, and the fucking Arch. Uh, Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, you got some interesting ones. Uh, the Nationals. The Nationals already got theirs. They have the um, the cherry blossom one. Oh, I ain't pay, paid attention to it. Yeah, I didn't even know the Diamondbacks had one until the other day, and they were wearing these uniforms, and I was like, "What the fuck are these? <laughs> What's on it? Rattlesnakes?" Yeah, it's like a the the jersey and the pants are like cream colored. <clears throat> Hella weird. Because of the desert, I don't know. Well, anyway, yeah, no, it don't, it don't make no sense to me. But the city connect jerseys, they're they're interesting. They're they're fun, but a lot of them are fucking ugly as shit. Well, hopefully, Cody Bellinger is suiting up for his hometown team next year. Well, who's his hometown team? He's from Arizona. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna be a Dodger dude, lifer. Nah, hell no, nah. he's not gonna unless he take like a five year. $30 million deal? Nah, He's pay that man, deal. dude. Pay that man as much as he wants. He's actually been balling lately, dude, to be honest. He's been one of their well, better players. I don't think he's ever going to be like the MVP again, so he's not getting paid like nah. Aaron Judge and all them about to get paid. The problem is, is that he hasn't fixed his swing. Yeah. like he's He had that good half of the year, which he basically won MVP on a half a season, mm-hmm. and then he like fell off the second half of the season, and he's never really recovered because he has that like super uppercut swing, and like, pitchers found a hole in it, and he's never adjusted, really. Yeah. But when he, when when he, he tries goes it, for contact, yeah. he's a totally different hitter, but he all he knows is hit it out the damn ballpark with every swing. I was just about to say, when he tries to hit for contact, he's a good hitter, you know, but... He's just got to do it more often. He's been doing it lately, so let's see if it continues. We got a big show on deck, though. Uh, I do have to mention we are being brought to you by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's free craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to move. The Dodgers are now on the bottom of the eighth, losing one to nothing with one out. Freddie Freeman just grounded out to first base. And you missed the pitch before they missed it right down the middle. Damn. Yep. Struggles here in Dodger Lane for the. They ain't looking too good tonight. With the blueberry uniforms. It's crazy. Dodger Blue, gotta love it. We got a big show on deck, though. Um, I do want to start the show out talking about some football. We had a football game tonight, Monday Night Football, Falcons versus Jets. This was an interesting game because. This morning, the line was minus two and a half. I said last night on Taproom, my best bet was Falcons minus 140 money line. And I was saying because I was reading Twitter like all day and and New York beat writers were like, you know, Flacco's not going to play. None of the starters were going to play because they've been dealing with injuries. They don't want to get anybody else injured. So I was like, we got to take the Falcons. But a big part of my handicap was thinking that Desmond Ritter was going to play a majority of the game. He did not play the second half. The only person that played in the second half was Felipe Franks. Atlanta <laughs> takes a 16-0 lead in the first half, and the first half 16-3, and then the the Atlanta Falcons outscore him in the second half 21 to nothing. Felipe Franks could not move the ball, Irving. Like, this guy, I don't even understand how he's a NFL quarterback. You yeah, can say... It was talk during the broadcast of they should try him out at tight end because, yeah, he's not making it as a quarterback. He can't throw. 
Yeah, he always he's had the same problem since college, and no coach has been able to fix it. He's just not accurate. He's not an accurate passer, and he cannot constantly beat a team from the pocket. You can't do that. You're not gonna be a quarterback in the NFL. Yep. Bro, he's a they have first and goal at the four yard line. First play, he has a dude wide open in the flat, overthrows him by like ten yards. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, it's raining, you know, I'll give him a break. Next play, fucking overthrows the dude by like doesn't even throw it anywhere close to him. Doesn't even give him a chance to catch it. Like, dude, four downs in the red zone. He didn't even come near his receiver's hands on any of the plays. Yeah, that's <sighs> not good. He's just not he's not good, dude. So yeah. You know, I'm looking at this game, and I'm I'm like, obviously, Felipe Franks, if, if he ever has to play a, a meaningful down for the Falcons, they are absolutely fucked. You yeah. know I mean, like, they probably would never win a game. But aside from that, you know, I've been talking all preseason about depth, 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 depth for these teams, and a lot of these teams do not have depth. Well, most NFL teams, unless you just – have a year where it's just major injuries like the Ravens had last year to a certain position group cornerback. You really only play your know, first and second string in case somebody needs a breather or somebody gets hurt. Starters rarely leave the field during a regular season unless they're hurt. Now, not saying you don't need quality depth, but as long as your second and third stringers are okay can, you know, be masked or covered up by the rest of the starters that you have on the uh on the on, on the uh, on the field, you'll be all right. But if you gotta depend on second and third stringers to carry you while your starters get healthier, you got a bunch <coughs> of people out for the season, then you can pack it up. Yep. I thought another big thing too was uh you know Atlanta had a lot of dumb penalties that really cost them. Um when they were up sixteen to uh <coughs> ten yeah. Um, you know, they had that big PI call, which basically put the Jets like right at the goal line. <coughs> Sorry. Somehow you got me sick last week over the over uh, the show. <laughs> I'm in LA, you in Vegas. Because <clears throat> I, I started feeling sick the next day, you know what I mean? You gotta so, blame, nah, you gotta blame that weather, bro. Nah, I don't know what it is. It's probably your fault though, somehow. Nah. <clears throat> you are you under that AC all day at work, at home. True. But the but the big thing, you know, there's a lot of dumb penalties, and that's that's the other thing I, I like to look for in preseason is like, a is a team fighting, and b are they playing smart football? The Falcons did not. Now I already had a, you know, opinion on Arthur Smith. Like I don't think he's a head coach in the NFL, dude. Yeah, he's not. And I was, you wanted to give him a shot during the off season, but. I was like, all right, I'll back off my strong take of him not being a good head coach. I'll give him another year. But it was not the regular season, so I'll hold off on that. But I think they'll be breaking in a new coach and a new quarterback in Atlanta next year. I don't know. They might give Desmond Ritter a shot, but I don't think he's going to be. He's looked good, though, in the preseason. Yeah, he's looked good, but that's against backups. Is he going to – well, I mean, Felipe yeah, Franks didn't look good against backups. Well, we all knew what Felipe Franks was when he was at Florida. Kellen Not- Bond doesn't look good against backups. I mean, there's quarterbacks out there that don't look good. Yeah. So let's see. Yeah, let's hold off on the uh, the Desmond Ritter judgment. But I don't know. My next year's draft might be too good to pass up on the QB, especially if Atlanta goes three and fourteen or two and fifteen or something like that. But we'll see. Yeah. No, I think. I always thought their game plan, you know, they get Desmond Ritter in the third round. And then, 
you know, the game plan is, you know, Mariota's going to get hurt at some point. He's always, he's never made it through a full season healthy, right? So it's like, okay, then Desmond Ritter's going to get a chance. If he balls out, you have a quarterback. If he doesn't, boom, you have a good draft of quarterbacks next year. So I think it's a good situation for them. But, I mean, they already lack depth on defense. They can't rush the passer. They can't stop the run. They do have, um, what's the cornerback's name? That I'm thinking of T- Terrell. He good. Yeah, he good Terrell. Terrell. He's a great uh, piece on the defense. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But aside from that, like they they just they lack a lot of depth there. Like not even depth in like second third units. I'm talking just depth. Yeah, the they defense. just need they need players badly. Double play. Should yeah. yeah, this game might be cooked. Ninth inning, bro. Devin Williams time. Huh. We'll see. Maybe a lot dude, Bellinger's going to get up and hit a home run and tie it, dude. Yeah, hopefully. A lot of unders today. If you bet unders today, you're, 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 you're a rich man. Eight and one, unless something crazy happens in this game and it goes over eight. But, yeah, eight and one on the unders today. Only game that goes over is the very first game, White Sox versus Royals during the day. Now, speaking of the White Sox, what is what is going on with that team? Bro, they're they're just not a good team. They can't hit. <clears throat> you know, they can't hit consistently. I don't know I, I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but dude, they had they left like seventeen runners stranded today. They were not Yeah, they had bases. I know one it went in and they had the bases loaded with one out and struck out back to back. Yep. And then they had uh bases loaded another time and Elvis but it was two outs. Elvis Andrews fucking popped up. Yoan Makata, you know, He's having a terrible year, hitting under 200. He's like 199 this year, just not good. The, the, the team's just a mess, dude. They're just not a good team. They they don't hit with runners in position, and they're not hitting for power like normal. They're like one of the, they're like middle of the pack in in home runs this year. They got a. Why did they ever hire Tony Larusa, man? They got to fire that dude. They, <laughs> yep, he's he's not good. At all, <laughs> like he's falling asleep <laughs> in the middle of uh, in the middle of games, dude. Games, yeah, like it's it's comical at this point. That team should be running. Well, I wouldn't say running away with the AL Central. The only <clears> thing <throat> that should be giving them a fight is the Indians, the Guardians. My bad, but yeah, it's not looking good right now for the uh, White Sox. Yeah, and the Twins are out here. They're they're absolutely struggling. I mean, this is a team that's that was in first place in the Central most of the most of the season. Now they're three games back of the wild card, and they're two back of Cleveland for the division. And the White Sox are right behind them, sixty-two and sixty. I mean, this is a these are two teams that like the division's right there for their taking, and neither of these teams yeah. want it. Not taking advantage, and you can't be losing. <laughs> and this late in the season, I'm sorry, you can't be losing to the Royals. Nope, and you can't. And, for the Twins, dude, they they just lost two in a row to the Rangers. Rangers, yeah, they they look bad because that first game the Rangers killed them. This is this is a uh, you know this is the time of year where you have to take advantage of these bad teams, but at the same time, a lot of these teams that are bad, like the Reds of the world, the A's of the world, like these are bad baseball teams. But they they're calling all their young guys up, and this is their time to prove that they are major league baseball players. So. None of these teams are going to roll over just because a team's good. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're going to play their hearts out. <clears throat> and from a betting standpoint, like people have to take that into consideration because I see too often where a team is like minus 200 
And people are like, well, this team just fucking sucks. So they just totally write them off. Like, I'm going to take this team. I'm going to lay 200 to win 100. Like, that's just not smart. You know what I mean? Like, the Dodgers, for example, tonight, minus two, what did it close out? Minus 225? Yeah, it started out at like 250 or <laughs> shit like that. And, you know, they haven't been able to score a single run after fucking raking Sandy Alcantara last yesterday. You feel big for his ass. Why is he even in a game? <laughs> We just gave up a double. Yeah, I don't know why they put Big Freed in. You're just like asking to lose at that point. Yeah. Um. What up? We, we got a lot of wild card. Like the AL wild wild card is like you know really oh, yeah. shaking gonna, out to be crazy. It's coming down. The AL wild card is going to come down to the last day of the season. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's you got six teams basically. Well, yeah, six teams within you know four games of each other right now. Um, Tampa leads by a half a game. They're hot right now. Nine and one in their last ten. They win or eight and two in their last ten. They win again tonight. Three in a row. Um, Toronto sixty five and fifty five on the year. They took two or three from the Yankees last weekend. Seattle right there sixty six and fifty six. They just lost two or three from the Oakland. So you know we're talking about teams in playoff races playing series like that that need to take advantage of those. That's a good example. Mariners couldn't take advantage of that. And the two games they lost, Irving, they had Logan Gilbert and Luis Castillo on the mound. All bad. Like, those are – losing those games when you have your two best pitchers on the mound, I mean, that Pekashi. just – That just can't happen. Yeah, it cannot happen. And it's like a lot of teams that was mashing the first half up until all-star break is just cooled all the way off. The yep. Mariners struggling to hit. Even the Orioles are low key struggling to hit right now. Well, the Orioles they're um, they're up and down. Yeah, I feel like they have games where they score like fifteen runs and they don't score for like two games after that. They just like waste all their uh, runs. But I mean, the big problem with the Orioles is you know you have Austin Hayes and Ryan Mountcastle, which are two big pieces of your lineup, and both those guys are hitting under two hundred in the second half, and both of their WRC pluses under seventy. So I mean, they're like way below league average. Just yeah, not playing good baseball. Yeah, your rookie shouldn't be your best hitter at this time of the year, even though Adley is he's special. Rookie. Yeah, he's nice. And the Brewers score. Yep. Uh, my is, well, I ain't going to cut it off, but I'm looking like we might lose. It's looking like we're going to lose this game. Two to nothing, though. And now no back to back doubles. And you give it up to Christian Yelich, who hasn't been able to talk about a guy who hasn't been able to hit. Yeah, talk about a dude that he fell off worse than Bellinger. Dude, he majorly fell. He won an MVP. Also to Bellinger, but I mean, like, he was balling and fucking yeah, absolutely fell off. Um, back to the Orioles though. Adley Rutschman, I do think that he's a little bit different than most rookies. Yeah, <clears throat> you know he is the best player on the Orioles. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy to think about. And and then today, you know, we're hearing rumors that Gunnar Henderson is not with the AAA team in Jacksonville. Oh, he's coming up. Welcome to the show. Yep, which could only mean that he's being called up finally. And it actually makes sense right now because there's 45 games remaining. So if he gets called up tomorrow, then he would still hold his rookie status going into next year. So for a team like Baltimore, you look at it from the franchise standpoint, you know, it's an extra year basically yeah. of of uh, arbitration. So it makes sense for them. They absolutely yeah. need a second baseman because Rugnet or Odor 
absolutely fucking sucks. And then yeah, right that now, dude is, he pack it up. He's he ain't, <clears throat> he ain't been good since he left the Rangers. So yep. And then now with Mountcastle hella struggling, you know they've been playing Gunner at first base a lot in the yeah. last couple of weeks because you know Mountcastle is really struggling and they can't afford to have your corner infielder struggle offensively like that. So he could be playing some first base too. You know, obviously they'll be able to mix and match. Taron Vavra has been playing really well. He's back on the off paternity list. Tomorrow, though, they play the White Sox, Irving. So, I mean, this is a big matchup in terms of the wild card. Who's pitching for the White Sox? Dylan Cease. Ooh. Dylan Cease versus Austin Voth. And Austin Voth, 2.2 ERA since the All-Star break. He's been pitching really well. He's probably been the Orioles' best pitcher, to be honest. Um, Dylan Cease, obviously, he went 14 starts without allowing more than one earned run. He's an AL Cy Young candidate. He's one of the best pitchers this season. 2.09 ERA. He has like a 3.2 XFIP. But, but even if they shut down, <coughs> even if Cease shut down Baltimore, it is the White Sox going to score enough runs. That Well, yeah, that's that's the... That's the thing, and that's why just because Cease is on the mound, I wouldn't just mm-hmm. throw away the idea of taking the Orioles. Right now, the Orioles, too, you can get them at most places. They're anywhere from plus 125 to plus 130, depending on the book. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can get some really great value there. And, you know, Dylan Cease in his last one, he hasn't won in his last two starts, but he did win the five before that. And he gave up some runs against the White Sox. I mean, not the White Astros. Yeah, he only went five innings, three earned. And he he doesn't go deep into games either. And the White Sox bullpen, dude, they used every single reliever except for Liam Hendricks today. And and it was not not pretty. Nope. And Velasquez, he's pitched, you know, three of the last four days. So he's not going to be able to pitch and he sucks, yeah, but he's like their long reliever in case. Yeah, he pitched pretty much three shutout innings today. <clears throat> yeah. First time I've ever seen him do that all season. Um, But I mean like their bullpen, you know, they got used today and then they got to travel to Baltimore to play this game. And Baltimore's coming off a, day, a rest day. And, and then if Gunner gets called up too, you know, the excitement's like going to be there. Seems like we leaning towards Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I would lean towards Baltimore at plus 130. If Dylan Cease was like minus 125, minus 130, I'd probably take the White Sox for value because Dylan Cease is that good. But we can't write off what Austin Voth has done in the second half of the season. He's been really and good. you can't write off how bad the White Sox been swinging the bats either. Yeah, dude, absolutely atrocious. Since the All-Star break, 76 WRC+, plus, which is like 100 is like average. Like 100 is good. 76, that's atrocious, dude. That is, like, not a team you want to back. They don't hit yeah, that's, that's like Marlins bad, pretty much. That is like Marlins. Marlins are actually better than them, WRC+. Plus. They got a 79. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, shit. That is comedy. Sheesh. That is comedy. Um, we got some other important games, too. We got... Um, Obviously, another Yankees Mets game. God damn, the Brewers just scored again. Yeah, uh, it might be uh, time to uh, cut this game off, but I'll ride it out. Curtains, curtains. Um, 
What game? Oh, we got another Yankees Mets game. Degrom was supposed to pitch. The Mets are actually pushing him back a day. Uh-huh. And then uh, Tyron Walker, or is it Tyron Walker, or is it? Uh... They got Tyron Walker. He's going to be pitching. He uh, he's been struggling lately, though. I know. What's the over on that game? Uh, the over under right now. I'm trying to trying to pull it up. If it's eight, take the over. Let's see here. So long. Let's see what the Yankees got on the mound. The Yankees are throwing um, Montas. Frankie. Yep. Uh, over under is eight point five. That's a tough one, dude. Because the Yankees haven't really been hitting very well, and like Montas, if he's dialed in, he's not mm-hmm. going to give up a ton of hits. And he's not gonna like. He's not gonna be this bad forever, dude. Well, let's take the under. I would lean the under. Toronto at Toronto is at Fenway. Another big game, I think, in my opinion, is going to be the Padres versus the Guardians. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Let's look at that game. Padres versus the Guardians. Right now, uh, Cleveland, anywhere from plus 124 to plus 130, depending on the book. You can get San Diego minus 135 to minus 154, depending on the book. Minus 155 at at Caesars. Plus one. What's up? Savali's on the mound for the Guardians. He was good in his last start, though. I think he he was. I think he might carry that over because the Padres have been struggling. Dude, they lost. Two, oh my god, dude! The just gave up a home run now for nothing. This motherfucker, Bigford. Yeah, dude. well, Bigford uh, sent his ass to the uh, to the gulag. It's, it's, man, dude, been terrible the second half. Yeah, he's been he's been awful. So Aaron Savali, um, you know. In July, he goes on the injured list. Since he's come back, he pitched four innings of two earned against Detroit at Detroit. But then he got Detroit back at home, six innings, one earned, ten strikeouts. Detroit not a very good team, though. Yeah, they're not. But you look at his his splits on the road, 7-2-6 ERA, 4-0-9 on the at home. And they're on the road, right? <clears throat> they are on the road. And Peko, remember, it plays two pitchers. Yeah, but Peko is a pitcher's park, though. So I think I would lean. And he has a 5.63 ERA, but he has a 3.7 XFIP. Yeah, I would lean Guardians because the Padres are struggling, man. Yeah, they they are. But it's like, dude, the one thing about the Padres is like, one day they're just going to wake up and they're just going to fucking rake, dude. That's true because that lineup is nice. Yeah. So it's like it's not going to be like that forever. Clevenger, though, not a big fan of his. 3.63 ERA, 4.46 XFIP. Um, his last start gave up three earned to the Miami Marlins. Yeah. That's when they got shut down by Sandy, right? 
was I think so. Um, at home, two point nine six ERA though, four point oh two on the road. So he's much better at home. So should probably take the under. I think the under. What's the over under eight? Let me see. I think it's eight or eight point five. Actually, it's eight. So you know it's probably gonna move to seven point five in the morning. Yeah, I would take the under, and then because it's definitely gonna move to seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could move to eight and a half though, because people could see the two pitchers and be like, "Ah, let's take the over." These guys suck. That's true. What's another big game tomorrow? Dodgers Brewers. Dodgers Brewers. We have Gonsolin on the mound. Gonsolin on the mound against Corbin Barnes. That's a good matchup. Under uh, over under seven. Yeah, I mean that number is pretty much right. Tony Gonsolin is good at home. Um, he's really good in the first five innings. After the fifth inning, though, he kind of gets knocked around. Corbin Burns. Second in NL Cy Young right now, voting. Um, he, they're plus, plus one twenty two. <laughs> he also Corbin Burns, interesting tidbit here. Not very good against the Dodgers in his career. Just something to be said. Last start, he gave up three earned against the Dodgers, but the Dodgers knocked around. I mean, uh, the Brewers knocked around Andrew Heaney. Yeah. So they were able to win that game five to three. I think the dude. I, I'm. I'd much rather play the under at seven and a half here. I don't love it at seven, dude. The Dodgers cannot get out of this inning, dude. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <clears throat> this is crazy. They're about to bat in, in, around in the lineup, dude. This is Bigford. This is crazy. Uh, much rather like that game, Irvin. Under seven and a half. What's what's the Dodgers right now? Minus what? Minus 145. Okay, they're the giving. Astros are minus 385 with Verlander on the mound versus the Twins. Who's pitching for Minnesota? Um, Sanchez. Oh, God. <laughs> Aaron Sanchez is trash. But they're plus 300. I mean, I, I, I might play that just to fucking play it. Because, I mean, what's the... Okay, you throw a couple bucks on there and then you lose. Okay, whatever. If you win, fucking triple your money. And the over-under is eight. <clears throat> um, I mean, the over might be the play there. Yeah. But the Twins haven't been able to hit lately, dude. They're really slumping, bro. It's that minute made, though. You know, that's the hitter's part. But it's been playing more uh, unders lately. See... Atlanta should win tomorrow. You got Freed on the mound versus Brew Baker, Pittsburgh. Again, you're laying a big price there on Max Freed. What is he? Minus two something. Minus what? Two seventy eight on the road. Yeah, that's. I mean, I know it's the Pittsburgh Pirates, dude, but that is a big price. I mean, it's it's a worthy price, but it's a very risky play there. Minus two seventy eight. The Rays are minus 178 at home against the Angels. They got Kluber going tomorrow. Uh, man, I just don't trust Kluber, dude. I wouldn't either. He's, uh, he what he did start out the year pretty nice, but I mean, he's really taking a turn here. 
He's, Seattle is at home versus Washington. Negative, well, minus two seventy, no, two sixty seven. With Robbie Ray on the mound. Robbie Ray on the mound against at home. Yeah, and you got the over under at seven point five. It's a lot of juice to the uh, the home teams tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I I like Robbie Ray at home as long as he's not on the road. He's just a, he's a totally different pitcher at home. I would play Robbie Ray there for sure. On at home, who are they playing? Washington Nationals. Oh, so they're laying a big price. What's the what's the line? Uh, for the Mariners and the Nationals. Yeah. The over under or the line for the Washington line for both teams. Negative two sixty seven for Seattle plus two fifteen for Washington. I mean, I would play. What's minus one and a half? Minus one and a half, minus one eighteen. I mean, that, that's probably the oh play for the run lines. Yeah, it's plus one point five and minus one point five for the. Nine is one point five for the Mariners, plus one point five for the uh, Nationals. Yeah, no, nah, Fetty's not terrible, but I mean, he really does struggle throwing strikes. He walks a lot of a lot of batters, and the Mariners are one of the more uh, patient teams. They walk a lot. They have like one of the highest walk rates. I just uh, and Robbie Ray at home, dude. He's been really good at home. I think he has like what he has a two point eight one ERA at home, five point two five on the road. Only giving up 25 earned in, in 80 innings at home. Only giving up nine home runs. Hitters only hitting 197 against him at home. Mm. I think the only play there is minus one and a half for the Mariners. Yeah. I like it. What about some uh, to make the playoff odds here? Check these out. So... Right now, the Orioles to make the playoffs plus five fifty. Yes, no minus seven fifty. <clears throat> Yesterday they were plus seven hundred. Um, we got the White Sox minus one fifteen. Yes, dude, the market is like obsessed with the White Sox, dude. I don't get it. Like these motherfuckers haven't even been in a playoff position all year, yet they're minus one fifteen to make the playoffs. That lineup, bro. <clears throat> At some point, though, we got to realize they they are who they are. Yeah, I don't honestly. I'm starting to think they don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the the Minnesota Twins keep falling now. They're yes plus one fifty. A month ago, they were plus one fifty to win the division. <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, I think the the last spot is going to come down to Baltimore and uh, and the AL. Yeah, well, nah, because you got. Tampa Bay, then you got well, Tampa, Toronto, Toronto, and Baltimore all play each other. Okay, so if our Orioles can um, rise to the top, it just it it all depends on their pitching. If they pitching can get them to their bullpen, then they'll be all right. But that's a big ask for some of these guys. That's um, the thing. If they have a lead going into the seventh inning, dude. Yeah, they have a nine eighty win percentage. Yeah, they just have to get there. Uh, Minnesota, 
I think their pitching is worse than Chicago, so I'll I'll ride with Chicago more than I'll ride with Minnesota, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I don't – I thought Minnesota was playing way over their heads to begin the year, but, I mean, they've really come down to earth, dude. Yeah. And then they lost um, uh, fucking the lefty hitter, not Luis Arias, their other power hitter, not Kepler. His name, his name is like is over my head right now. But they lost him for the year, and really, and they haven't been able to hit lefties all year, regardless. Yeah, it's not a big. Craig ain't been that good. I think he no. got an opt out clause at the end of the year, anyway. Yeah, but there's no way he's opting out right now because I don't think yeah. he would make that money because he has not had a good year, dude. Yeah, I know. Plus, they gave him average. I think his AAV is like thirty six million or some shit like yeah, that. It's, it's hella high. Yeah, the Twins have really disappointed him. Uh, they've they have battled injuries, but I mean their bullpen is fucking one of the worst bullpens in the league. Horrible. Don't like it. Don't we got mind. Boston trying to stick around, but they're not doing nothing. No, um, they, they don't have good enough pitching at all. Yeah, they don't. They hitting is there, but their pitching is horrible, especially they starting pitching. Yep. Uh, Seattle, they might be able to ride it out. I wouldn't mind seeing them in the playoffs. Toronto looks like they holding it together for the most part, but. I wouldn't trust them a lot either, but we'll see. Yep, Manoa's been struggling the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won a start in his last four or five starts. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Gaussman is returning to his normal self, though. Nah, dude, Gaussman goes on. He does. He does this uh, roller coaster ride where he has two excellent starts, and then he has two trash starts, <laughs> and then he has two excellent starts. Like it just goes up and down all year, dude. Tampa is eight and two in their last ten. Let's see if they can keep that rolling. Their hitting has got to man, but their hitting is terrible. Yeah, they they can't hit, dude. But they they absolutely have great pitching, dude. Yeah, Underrated starting good. pitching. Um, uh, Jeffrey Springs, the guy I pitched today, phenomenal guy starter. I, Drew Rasmussen, very good. McClanahan. Yeah, McClanahan Yisman is good in the second half of the season, but, but he's still their ace. Yeah, yeah, he's still an ace, and th- their bullpen is just nasty, dude. Everyone outside of Christian Pache, dude, just nasty. And Jason Adam is like one of my favorite relievers in the league. It just sucks he has to fucking play for the Rays. And they love P- P- Pache is like Kelly Jansen. They have undying dude. <clears throat> Every time that dude comes Popping in, bro, he has like eleven dude. save opportunities, and he's blown six of them, dude. That's not good. No, it's, it's fucking terrible. Let's go, y'all. Hey, yeah. All right, let's get a couple of best bets for tomorrow, Irv. Uh, my best bet for tomorrow, I'm going to take the over with the Yankees and the uh... – no, wait, not the Yankees. I'm going to take the over on the – Damn, I forgot. Oh, the over on the Twins and the uh, Astros. Twins Astros over. I like it. I'm gonna. I like that Mariners minus one and a half tomorrow, dude. Robbie Ray at home. He's been lights out. Two point two ERA at home, and you know the Mariners are going against a bad Nationals team, and the Mariners are a good good home team, dude. I think they're gonna, the crowd's gonna be into it. I like the Mariners minus one and a half, especially for that value. You can get it like minus one eighteen. I'm seeing at some shops. I like that one, man. I would also. Take uh, I'd also lay that plus one thirty on the Orioles. <clears throat> I like uh, I like Dylan Cease, man. I love Dylan Cease. 
But the, there's just something special brewing in Baltimore. And if Gunnar Henderson plays tomorrow, Irving, that place is going to be cracking. It's going to be going nuts. Oh, and, wait, my bad. Not the over on the Astros and the, uh, uh, the over on Cleveland and San Diego. Oh, uh, yes. That one's good, too. Over under is uh, seven right now, right? Seven and a half? Eight, uh, eight but I think it's going to drop to seven and a half. All right. I like it. No, you wanted the under on that one. Oh, yeah, the under. My bad. Yeah, under because yeah. both pitchers, one pitcher is pitching great at home and the other pitcher is pitching a lot better on the road. So, yeah, under. I like it. Let's get some W's. Let's bring it home. Cash these tickets and head to the window. Wednesday, college football breakdown. Yeah, we have college football. We are going to be talking college football on Wednesday. We'll be looking ahead at some games on Saturday, and we'll be doing our top 25 preseason poll breakdown. We'll also be doing uh, odds for Heisman Trophy, Maxwell Award, Bigford, all the uh, all the uh, the main the main awards. We're not going to go through all of them because there's like a fucking yeah. shit ton of them. So Belichick, Heisman. Defensive player Chuck McNair got to be the defensive player of the year. Maxwell and probably one more. Jim, nah, Jim. Well, is that Jim Thorpe for the best DB? I think it's Jim Thorpe. Yeah, but you can't get odds on all of them. Damn, you don't get odds on all of them. All right, so all the ones you get odds for, we'll be breaking them down. Yeah, it's basically the Heisman, the Maxwell, and the uh, what's the best defensive player? Uh, Chuck McNair. Yeah, the Chuck McNair. That's what it is. You know who went in that. Yeah, Will Anderson. <laughs> He's probably like minus 500 to win it. Too. There's probably zero value in it. Oh, damn. But we'll be going through all that on Wednesday, so you're definitely going to want to join us. I'll be back tomorrow night with Ben. We'll be breaking down more Major League Baseball. We'll be looking at Wednesday's action. And then Wednesday, Irv and I will be back talking a lot of college football. I'm very excited. We got college football on Saturday, and then we got college football all the way until after Thanksgiving. Let's, Let's go. So for Swerving Irving Washington, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Devour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. We'll catch y'all later. Have a blessed Tuesday. Let's go. Peace. Peace, baby.